The Football Pod. Colin O'Rourke said that in punditry today, that colour, wit and enthusiasm is missing. Tune into The Football Pod. <laughs> Paddy Anders and James Dunne will bring it for you. Subscribe to The Football Pod wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Jess Kelly, good morning to you. Hi. Um, things? Uh, things are okay. Yeah, they've yeah. been really good so far this morning. So I expect that to continue over the course of this lot. That I don't really know what it's about, but I'm told that there's been a lot of talk about artificial intelligence over the last while, Jess. And there has that we That's need not, to, um, not just about you now to Your talk about you know, deep, deep fakes and chat GPT mm-hmm. I jump into chat GPT every other day and sort of ask it something and well now I saw you on this very show a little while ago mm. I don't know what you were talking about uh, we were asking we asked it I think we asked it should Gavin Bazunu will Gavin Bazunu leave Southampton this summer okay so that is a classic example of how not to use chat GPT mm. there we go nobody, it was a hilarious knows. item that got like 15,000 views but um. but also he also Googled, <laughs> or asked the, the top 10 sports broadcasters in the country so his ego is really leaning into this whole and who, AI. Who, I can't remember who was in the top 10 Jen, well, you are certainly there Joe and Joe and Jer Joe and Jer were there as well Michal Marhartig was number one, one. Yeah. Marty was in there Nathan infamously yeah. did not make the cut he didn't make the cut that's it, Shane. That's you. Just ChatGPT seems to know what it's talking about. It really does because I asked it who is Adrian Barry in Ireland, yeah. and it said, "I apologise, but I couldn't find specific information about an individual named Adrian Barry yeah. in Ireland, without additional context or details about the person's background or area of expertise. Yeah. It's challenging to provide accurate information. It's possible that Adrian Barry may be a private individual or someone who's not yet widely known Fact. or publicly recognised." But like, I mean, area of expertise, sure, you were onto a loser there straight away. Like, mm. I mean, it's not, what, what, how are you going to possibly, because you can, you can train chat GPT, is that right? Yeah, so this is the key thing. At the moment, it's more of a creative assistant tool. It is very, very clever and there are so many benefits to it. But I'm fed up listening to people go, oh, I asked it a question and it gave me the wrong answer. Yeah. It's not a search engine. That's not the way it works. It? So it is a, it's a conversational uh, learning based tool and it can help you synopsize information so the way I've been using it is and don't get me in trouble and work here now but if I have to read like an 80 page report I can feed that into ChatGPT and I can say give me the top 10 bullet points about this or you can say write a you know eight word tweet promoting off the ball whatever it is and it'll take the data that you fed in It'll take additional context based on the information that has already been fed. Okay. Uh, and then it'll be a creative tool that you can then tweak and put into your own voice. But people asking things like, who are the top 10 sports broadcasters in Ireland? It can't have an opinion. Like those types of questions where it's opinion based. My biggest sort of question mark with ChatGPT at the moment is we don't fully know the data that it's pulling from. So, you know, if you Mm. put that question into Google, you might see an article from off the ball. You might see an article from the Indo or the Irish Times or whatever it is. You can see the sources of the information that you're being fed. What ChatGPT is, is it scrapes all of information from all different sites and puts together a really nice, very conversational paragraph for you to read. But there's no citation Mm. at all. And that's the fear factor, because although it can be a bit frivolous and a bit fun, there is a serious side to it. Um, you know, we're hearing of schools in the US now are having proper conversations around banning the use of technology as a whole in the classroom. Because of it. Be- just to try and stop yeah. it. Like earlier this week, the CEO of OpenAI, which is the company behind ChatGPT, was before Congress. And he was basically begging them to introduce legislation to regulate this mm. because he said his biggest fear is 
that this technology will do more harm than good for humanity. But with the right regulation and with proper cop on by the people creating it, it could actually transform humanity. Do so the people creating it have cop on? Do we? Have well, your man answer? does. Like OpenAI is. It's the biggest, most sophisticated application that's out there at the moment. This is the one that kind of kicked off the whole talk around these types of chatbots, sophisticated chatbots. And he is very conscious, or he appears to be very conscious of the wider impact. But it's the second it falls into someone's hands that has bad, you know, wants or needs. And uh, yeah, it can go wrong. Um, but what about deep fakes, Jess? Can, can deep fakes be done? What a great question, Shane. I'm so glad you asked me. Just curious. Under the desk and Just curious. Out the door. Well, deep fakes, I don't know if you saw the picture of uh, the Pope wearing a really big bomber jacket that was floating around was online brilliant. a little while ago. That was an AI manipulated image. And deep fakes are, they are artificial intelligence layered on top of an image or a photograph using, in some instances, audio to manipulate what a person is doing. So, for example, mm. imagine if someone had five hours on their hands on Wednesday night <laughs> and sat at home weren't watching the until 10 o'clock on Wednesday night and had a picture of you and had access to the audio archive of Off the Ball. Mm. Imagine what they could do. Jeez, that's amazing. It's a good thought, isn't it? Let's just see if this vision could come to life. Let's just imagine it. Why would I demean myself by engaging in this conversation? If you don't mind, give me a second. It just feels a bit gimmicky for what should be a straightforward round. Well, that's there's just these like nonsense. Bits, whatever. I, I whenever I whenever I open my mouth to do anything other than give an answer, I'm perceived to be moaning. So I probably am moaning to be fair. <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> What's his name? Who's your daddy? That's why it's called the Adrian Barry round. You, if you went to Specsavers and you were wearing, you should have worn your if you were in your glasses. Oh Jesus. It's all accurate and highly embarrassing, but alas, here we are. <laughs> oh wow! The who's your daddy is so disturbing. That's the 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 visuals are freaking me out. It's yeah. freaky, right? So just to explain what I did there. So I uh, used a free platform, and this is the scariest bit for me: is this is a free platform. Uh, I took a screenshot of from the YouTube channel of you sitting in studio, and then I got my hands on the audio from just one crappy quiz. That's we're all crappy quiz. Because my initial intent was, I was talking to Colin, I was going to try and write a script to make you sound like an Egypt, yeah. and then I just thought, wouldn't be too hard. Can use his own voice. No it's script. grand. <laughs> just lift a segment of the show. And <laughs> so I edited obviously that clip. He didn't say all those stupid things consecutively, but yeah. pretty close to it. Um, and I redubbed it. And the reason I did that was to show how. Anyone can do that. So if you're a politician, if you're a footballer, if you're a celebrity, if you're a person of note, anybody can take your image and your voice and take your words out of context, Mm. montage them together and place it over it. Mm. And look, it may not be the most convincing thing in the world. There's more sophisticated software than the one that I used. But, you know, after I spent all the hours getting the audio and all the rest, all in all, to process that video, it took less than five minutes, which is scary. You could end, that is very scary. And like you could end up with um, people saying, oh, that wasn't me, that was a deep fake. At some point when the technology gets so Oh, it's a cop out now, yeah, for people, yeah. yeah. And so I think that's one of the fear factors. The other fear factor then, again, if we could all just try and imagine this together as a family, is if someone took an image (laughs) and if they took somebody else's voice 
and dubbed it over it. So you talked to me last week and you were saying that, you know, Kevin Kilban is kind of your spirit animal. Yes. Great idea, Jeff. So what happens if you cross Adrian Barry and Kevin Kilban? Oh, wow, I don't think I would Let's take this. a look. I'm not, I'm not happy with this. Gen- genuinely not happy with this. This, this, this is poor. This is, um, this is not on. Honestly, that, that's the way that I feel. That is disturbing. That's awful. That's, I'm, uh, I'm, I, if anybody's got a, like a bucket around somewhere, I don't, I don't feel well. Do you remember that's, the way you were with the hand stuff the other day? Yeah. I feel a little bit like that now. That's yes. Strange. It's kind of strange, isn't it? It's bizarre. But the, the, there are dangers. And obviously we had the, the story this week where the Irish Times held up their hands and said, look, yeah. we were duped here. I'm flagging that these things are fake here now with you guys. But with all that I've seen with the potential of things like ChatGPT and obviously Google and Microsoft and all these other companies are working on them as well. And what I've seen with the AI manipulated images and videos, it's going to be impossible to identify what's real and what's not. Like think about the next US presidential election. I guarantee you we are going to be having debates and conversations around this. And there's a whole host of talk around the ethics of it. Like I wrote a piece for the Business Post a few months ago around how would you feel if the entire article that I wrote was done by AI? Would you care? What about if your local politician or a minister was giving a really emotive speech around homelessness or the cost of living and that had been written by AI? Would you care? And what, where is the line in terms of transparency? Like on social media now, we have hashtag ad, hashtag spawn for all of that. How and where along the line can we introduce regulation and enforcement of regulation for this type of technology? Because, you know, those are kind of gimmicky examples, but there are very sophisticated ones. I fear it's going to be a little bit like catching smoke unless decisions are made now. And this can't be... Like they're still having conversations about how to regulate Facebook and Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We can't be 15 years down the line going, you know, in three years we're going to introduce legislation. It kind of has to have happened yesterday for it to be impactful. So, uh, yeah, who knows? We probably will be, is the, uh, is the reality. And it's sort of my instinct when you asked that question was to say, no, no, I'd definitely rather the real person to be doing that thing. But, like, it does also feel that narratives move on quickly and in a couple of years' time, it could be just a case that, oh, yeah, that's just an accepted thing. And that's like, you know, Joe Biden at 95 mm-hmm. when he's, you know, you know the conspiracy theories that are out there. Um, we could have Joe, Joe Biden, who's moved on to other, other things, uh, the afterlife, and still yeah. giving us, you know, it, it can open up all sorts of It can, but weirdness. like at that um, congressional committee that I watched on Wednesday before I spent five hours messing around with your image was uh, really interesting because one of the senators, Robert Blumenthal, said he started off by playing a clip of a piece of AI that, uh, a piece of audio that was manipulated. It learned his voice mm. and he played like a 30 second clip of the AI. It wrote the script and it read the script and he said look this is amazing when we're out in the campaign trail or whatever to save our voice it would be great but what if somebody else uses the exact same software and the exact same techniques that I did to have my voice say that Mm. Ukraine should surrender Mm. or something like that Mm. that could have catastrophic Mm. implications and and like uh, nations are different so uh, the US might legislate for that or we might legislate for that and there may be another country in the world who is not legislating for that and using that as propaganda or like you know but this is it it's so easy to weaponise it like there was a famous example a few years ago of an app called SimSimi that was doing the rounds in primary schools and the principals of the 
primary schools had to come together to send a letter home to the parents saying, if your child is using this app, please get them to delete it because it was an AI chatbot that could be manipulated and bully other children. So you could ask the question, who is Adrian Barry? And it could say, Adrian is whatever. I can ask the question. It'll give me the same answer okay. it gave you. And then I can go, well, actually, no, Adrian Barry is X, okay. Y, and Z. So then the next person okay. who asks gets the bullying answer. Okay. Mm. So this type of technology has been around for an awful long time. There's a lot of focus on, on it at the moment because it's going mainstream. But they've had a lot of time to think about the implications of this. And if we don't get it right, it's going to go very wrong. Is there a danger around exams and that sort of thing as well, that people have that kind of technology live? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and like even when you're submitting your your written work or your like the continuous assessments type type of stuff. And there's been a lot of talk about how the future of education will work. Should we do more learning at home and all that kind of jazz? If you can't trust the, the technology the kids are interacting with or you can't trust the kids to not use the technology um, that is going to be massively problematic it's black mirror stuff isn't it like it, it it's yeah. kind of funny it's funny when I first started seeing the deep fake stuff in the Tom Cruise video I think that went around yeah. that it was so realistic but now when you actually think about it in detail that you're like this is terrifying well it's like a modern version when I did my Irish exam I my next door neighbour was from the Gaeltacht and so I used to go in for grounds and I wasn't especially Sorry, I wasn't at all studious. Uh, and so she would say, OK, here's five. If you learn off these five essays, when the topics come up for the written exam, you're going to have something in the ballpark. Mm. I thought, I'm not really going to, I'm not going to learn the five. Yeah. I'll learn one and I'll take my chances. So the uh, essays came up with a list of options, one of which was an essay about uh, old people. I'd learned off an essay about young people. So I started off the first line to say, Neil Masorbe, egg the Shandini from the uh, young Dini. And away I went. So it's kind of like a modern day version of that, really. Mm. Exactly the same. <laughs> Copy and paste. So yeah. glad I get to work. Have you any other ways to embarrass us, or is that? Uh, that that's all. Okay. That's that's it for this week. I'll yeah. come back with more, though. Yeah. I did please, try to do please. Shane, but it, the AI didn't take to his face. The same way face. he didn't take right. to VR, AI didn't take. See, to him. that's yeah, that's yeah. that is an insult. Technology and me just don't work. No, I think it's actually a good thing that, that really? it doesn't pick up my face. Yeah. Oh, well, it's definitely a good thing. I'm delighted. Like not even ChatGPT to take you out. Like that's the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly burn. Any uh, that burn there. I do enjoy our chats, Jess. Thanks a million for coming oh, in I and for the you. effort during the week. That's that's yeah, yeah. really above. It's way more preparation than anybody has ever put into this show. I think it's pathetic and anyone who walked by my laptop over the last few days have just seen pictures of your face. <laughs> They're like reporting yeah. you. Like <laughs> disturbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was fun. It was uh, enjoyable the last 10 or 15 Who's your so daddy? Thanks million. Who's your daddy? Well. Who's your daddy? <laughs> Put that, loop that up. Together with that OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.